You are listening to Sun Tzu on the Art of War, translated from the Chinese by Lionel Gills. This audiobook is brought to you by Kriti and it's narrated by Aishwarya. Chapter 5 Energy Sun Tzu said, The control of a large force is the same principle as the control of a few men. It's merely a question of dividing up their numbers. Fighting with a large army under your command is now wise different from fighting with a small one. It's merely a question of instituting signs and signal. To ensure that your whole host may withstand the burnt of enemy's attack and remains unshaken. This is affected by maneuvers direct and indirect. That's the impact of your army may be like a gridstone dashed against an egg. This is affected by signs of weak points and strong. In all fighting, the direct method may be used for joining battle, but indirect methods will be needed in order to secure victory. Indirect tactics efficiently applied are inexhaustible as heaven and earth, unending as the flow of rivers and stream. Like the sun and moon, they end but to begin anew. Like the four seasons, they pass away to return once more. There are not more than five musical notes, yet the combination of these five give rise to more melodies that can ever be heard. There are not more than five primary colors, which is blue, yellow, red, white and black, yet in combination they produce more hues that can ever be seen. There are not more than five cardial tastes, which is sour, acrid, salt, sweet and bitter, yet Combination of them yield more flavors that can ever be tasted. In battle, there are not more than two methods of attack, the direct and the indirect. Yet, these two in combination give rise to an endless series of maneuvers. The direct and indirect leads on each other in turn. It's like moving in a circle. You'll never come to an end. Who can exhaust the possibility of their combination? The onset of troop is like the rush of torrent which will even roll stones along its course. The quality of decision is like well-timed swoop of a falcon which enable it to strike and destroy its victim. Therefore, the good fighter will be terrible in his onset and prompt in his decision. Energy may be linked to the bending of crossbow, decision to the releasing of a trigger. Amid the turmoil and tumult of battle, they may be seeming disorder and yet no real disaster at all. Amid confusion and chaos, your army may be without head or tail, yet it will be proof against defeat. Stimulated disorder postulates perfect discipline. Stimulated fear postulates courage. Stimulated weakness postulates strength. Hiding order beneath the cloak of disorder is simply a question of subdivision. Concealing courage under a show of timidity presuppose a fund of latent energy. Masking strength with weakness is to be affected by tactical disposition. Thus, one who is skillful at keeping the enemy on the move maintains deceitful appearance according to which the enemy will act. He sacrifices something that the enemy may snatch at it. By holding out baits, he keeps him on the march. Then, with the body of picked men, he lies in wait for him. The clever combatant looks to the effect of combined energy and does not require too much from individual. Hence, 
his ability to pick out the right men and utilize combined energy when he utilizes combined energy his fighting men becomes as it were like unto rolling logs or stone for it's the nature of log or stone to remain motionless on level ground and to move when on slope if four cornered to come to a standstill but if round shaped to go rolling down thus the energy developed by good fighting men is as the momentum of a round stone rolled down a mountain thousands of feet in height so much on the subject of energy